welcome to this episode of the Future Champions podcast. My name is Stuart Taylor, and as we've entered into 2022, I wanted to take a moment to reflect on some of the great sporting moments of 2021. I've asked 10 people to give me their number one sporting moment, and in our first 10 episodes for 2022, we will talk about those moments. In this episode, I speak to Shedden Taylor, who is an avid Celtic fan and a former Celtic podcaster. And there is no surprise that his moment in sport for 2021 relates to Celtic Football Club and the now Australian coach, Ange Postacoglu. So here it is, my chat with Shedden. Jen, thank you for joining me on the Future Champions podcast. This month, we're going to be looking at 10 significant sporting events from 2021. I've asked you to select one. Before we get into that, uh, you are a bit of a, a Celtic fan and you were part of a Celtic podcast. Can you tell me a bit about that? Thanks for having me, Stu. Um, yeah, so I, I guess supporting Celtic is something that you're kind of born into, especially on this side of the, the world. And then, yeah, it's it's a passion of mine to to support the club and and follow it as best I can from this time zone. And uh, there's a lucky we're lucky enough to have a a lot of other mad Celtic supporters over on this part of the world. So it's easy enough to find um, yeah like minded people. And I met a couple of blokes that were interested in doing a podcast. And there was three of us that started this podcast called uh, the Celtic Down Under Podcast, just talking all things Celtic. It's no longer going anymore, but it's uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun while we did it. Well, I had the uh, the opportunity to listen to. It. I love listening to it. You certainly have uh, strong views on how Celtic performed. Uh, you certainly had some really good insights. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to provide some insight on this podcast about your sporting moment. Can you tell us what that is? You brought this idea up to me before my particular moment happened, uh, and I'm and I'm glad that we're recording this after the fact. But my my sporting moment would be. Uh, Celtic winning the League Cup just a couple of weeks ago, or a week ago rather, especially with an Australian manager at the helm. It, uh, yeah, it was a really monumental thing for Australian football and also you know, my club. They're getting ready to celebrate once again. They got so used to the feeling of winning trophies. Celtic! Trophies, Premier Sports Cup winners, 2021-22. Kyogo the hero, Callum McGregor the captain. And at the end of the day, they were just taking a break. The gloom of last season is in the past. This is Postecoglou's reign. To be decked in silver. For those who are listening who don't know much about football in Scotland, can you talk us through what sort of competitions there are and what uh, Celtic actually won this month? Yeah, certainly. So you'll have like in the top flight of Scottish football, you'll have three main competitions each season. You'll have the, the Scottish League Cup, the Scottish FA Cup, and then the, the Scottish Premier League. Um, and so the one that was the first trophy of the season, the first one up for grabs is uh, the Scottish League Cup. And that was the one that Celtic has have just won um, 
beating Hibernian 2-1 in the, the final. So the first trophy on offer was the League Cup and Celtic won it under the new manager, Ange Postacoglu. What impresses you about Ange Postacoglu? You would know as well as anyone else, um, you know, the way he turned our, our football club in Australia around um, from aging minnows of, you know, an old boys boys club to, you know, back-to-back champions, you know, three-time Australian champions. Um, and that rebuild that Ange did at the Raw was incredible, especially in a salary-capped league. It's nearly unprecedented. Um, and then, you know, he went on to Melbourne Victory where he was there for only a, a short period of time to then get the the international role with, with the Socceroos, um, led us to our first major trophy internationally, which was the 2015 Asian Cup. And again, against, you know, some real heavyweights of, of Asian and world football. Um, so everywhere he goes, he's a serial winner. Went to went to the J-League after that and won the, won the league with uh, Yokohama F. Marinos and then came into Celtic, which was a, in a really, really poor state, you know, we had we had the worst season in it was history breaking. Some of the performances, you know, five losses in a row for the first time since the forties last season, and and um, it was just incredible. You know, we had four players, four superstar players, four of our starting eleven players leave at the at the end of last season, the start of this season when Ange came in. And so he had a massive rebuild. No one gave him a, a chance. You know, there was talk that Andrew would be sacked before Christmas. Um, but those of us who knew how he works and his methodology behind rebuilding a football club, it just knew that if he was given enough time, he would turn things around. And he's just, his, his football brain and his philosophy is just so exciting. And, um, and it, it's kind of remarkable how quickly he's, he's won this first trophy, you know, within six months of him taking the job he's won his first major honor at Celtic and 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 he's done that with a threadbare squad you know so yeah that that's that's really impressive when you first heard that Ange Postacoglu was a likely candidate to be the Celtic manager what were your thoughts and then how did you feel when he actually was announced as a Celtic manager excitement maybe a little bit of trepidation because I knew that you know, being Australian, he would instantly be on the back foot. You know, there'd be so much. There's a, a stigma that if you're an Australian, you know, you, you can't know football, you, you don't understand football, you can't play football. Um, and I just knew that no one would know who he is, so he would automatically be disregarded as like a, a cheap option or, um, yeah, a lesser option to some other names that we were being linked with at the time. Um, and and I was like sort of automatically defensive. I was, I was defensive straight away because Ange has brought me so many moments of just joy previously that I felt like, you know, personally attacked by people not giving him the, uh, the credit that he, that I thought he was due. Um, so yeah, it was instantly so excited that he was linked because I, I know how good he is uh, to then also defensive because I know how good he is. Um, so it was, uh, yeah. And I think the first thing I did was call you <laughs> and, and, you know, um, but yeah, I think we had a really good discussion about it and called a couple of other family members and, 
and and t- spoke to them about it. But um, yeah, it was a it was a, it was a really odd, you know, sort of disbelief. But yeah, really excited. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, look, uh, I'm uh, absolutely uh, equally humbled and and excited and uh, about the responsibility that's been given to me as uh, manager of the Celtic Football Club. Uh, yeah, from my perspective, uh, it's it's something that uh, you know I would have dreamt about, about years ago, uh, um, being over here and, and and managing in Europe. But to be given the opportunity to marry, manage one of the big clubs is uh, is fantastic for me. As I said, it's a great challenge and an exciting opportunity, one I'm looking forward to. Um, and hopefully, uh, over the course of time, we we create some special moments here at Celtic Park and and you know, um, rightfully bring this club back to where it should be. The last time I can remember getting teary is watching uh, when Australia played the final of the uh, Asian Cup. They went into extra time under Ange and Ange's team, the Australian team, uh, won the Asian Cup. It was an emotional time. I was with my son, Jaira, and it was very emotional. And then to see him be announced as a Celtic coach, it brought a, a tear to my eye and a tingle to my soul. I felt alive. It was so amazing. But at the same time, being part of the you know the the Celtic supporters community online, there was a lot of negativity. How did you feel about that? Did you see it as well? Yeah, I mean, and still, that's kind of just that. That is kind of just turning a leaf now. You know, he has delivered his first major domestic honour with the club. Um, and it is expected at Celtic. You don't really have many opportunities to to not win trophies. So, you know, there was the sensible Celtic supporters were, you know, he's, it's a massive rebuild. You've got to give Ange time to get his philosophy in, to get the way he wants to play, for all the players to come on board. But then also the he doesn't really have the time. It's not something that at a club like that where you win, you know, okay, for example, out of the last 10 seasons, there's three trophies up for grab. Like we've won majority of them, especially in the last five years, we've won 12 out of a possible 15 trophies. So like that gives you an example of how, I guess, difficult it is um, and how how much of a serial winner Celtic are in, in Scotland. Um and it's easy to to say, oh, you know, it's not, it's not, it's like we, we he's got time to rebuild, he's got time to get his ideas and ideology across, but really he he doesn't. I I don't think I don't think Andrew being a job if he wasn't to win a trophy this season, regardless of how good of the football we were playing. So it was, um, yeah, it, it's still you know you've got these these guys, the the fans are sort of just coming around now to the fact that. Hang on, maybe he is pretty good. Maybe this guy does know a thing or two. Considering how damaged his squad has been, it's it's a remarkable achievement. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you've got, you know, we're six points behind in the league as at the time of recording. I've uh, just gone into a winter break, um, but you know, there's a January transfer window, and there's a there's all to play for still left in the season. There's a lot of football to be had. Um, so you never know. I, I'm not expecting Ange to to win the league this year, but I'd, I would be disappointed if he didn't sort of thing. It's a it's a bittersweet sort of thing. And there's more than just winning the league, isn't there? There's, there's games within games, there's competitions within competitions and making a good account of themselves if Celtic can do that from now until the end of the season. 
despite the result, that'll stand in good stead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you look at our European campaign that is still happening, um, we're now in the Europa Conference, but in our European League, our Europa League group stage, we came third, but we, you know, we beat Real Betis, who were third mm. in in La Liga. You know, we just beat them three uh, two at home, and you know, we beat Ferencváros twice. So we we finished the the six games with nine points, which out of a you know, which would have been enough in five other groups to get us through. So it shows you how, you know, competitive our group was. So, yeah, it's 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 a testament to how well he's had this team playing for how threadbare they are. You know, a lot of young players are in this squad uh, that we're, he- we're heavily relying on, which is probably unfair to their career. And But, you know, like they say, if you're old enough, you're good enough. So, or if you're good enough, you're old enough, rather. The winning of the League Cup might be your sporting moment of 2021 but in actual fact that's the true big event of the year isn't it Ange Postacoglu Celtic manager yeah that would be yeah fair to say I'd say thanks for sharing that but I don't want to let you go until I ask you what has happened with Tommy Rogic why has he gone from being in my my view he was always a great player but underutilized to being probably the most potent powerful player in Celtic at the moment. Yeah, he's the best player in the country at the moment. Um, and he's just unplayable. He, he's found, you know, gears that we've never even seen at Celtic. You know, he, he had his breakout under a manager called Ronnie Dyler um, and he really found his feet under Brendan Rodgers. Uh, but the, the form, the touch, the belief that he's playing with right now, I think it can only really come down to belief i think you know Ange really believes in him um and gives him and just instills him with that confidence that you know he can be he is as good as everyone you know knows he is um under neil lennon last season it was just horrible you know it's just like clipping a bird's wings and asking them to fly it's uh but yeah tommy rogic at the moment is just scintillating it's his touch his vision it's such a joy to watch and um, we're so lucky to have him and I can only put that down to, you know, he's, he's the belief that Ange is putting in him. He's just enjoying football. Like he's, a, you know, we all do. Yeah. As you know, when we were kids playing football, it was just you, the ball and, and whoever was in front of you, it was nothing more, nothing less. It was just a really basic concept. And I think that's what it's down to at the moment. It's just Tom playing football and it, and it looks like he's really enjoying it. It's funny, I watch him in the 1v1 and I think that's by far his best attribute is 1v1 going into the 18-yard box and then you see a through pass or a pass to another player and you think, no, passing, you know, his passing and assisting is second to none. And then you see some of the, like the cracking goal he scored last month, you know, from outside the 18-yard box. You think, yeah. no, he's a, you know, his, his striking is his strength. He just doesn't seem to have a weakness at the moment. No, yeah, it's so weird because he's so tall. He's such a big guy, um, and but his close control is that of like a five foot six Brazilian. You know, like he, he's, it's like the ball's velcro to his feet, but he's so strong and he's he's just yeah, he's such he's such a great player to watch when he's on form. It's um it's incredible, and and now you know like a lot of the um, criticism he would face would be he wouldn't do enough running, he wouldn't do enough defensive pressing or you know and 60 minutes he, he was sort of 
out of energy, he was gassed. But um, now you see him, 95th minute, he's still putting in lung-bursting lung runs to try and keep this high press that Andrew really wants. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know. It's every, we, Everyone thought that, you know, his career at Celtic was over. You know, Celtic actually accepted a, a bid for £4 million last season for him from a, a, a club out of the United Arab Emirates. And... Um, he he declined it. He he turned it down on personal terms. I think he just wanted to stay in Glasgow. And I mean, that's laughable. Now he could never imagine selling a player that is as good as him in current form for such a low amount of money. You know, it's just crazy. In my view, he'll he'll be up there with the likes of Harry Kill, Viduka. You know, all those great players that have come into uh, to Britain and played football. But uh, to me, he's a he's a shining star. Absolutely, yeah. Shedden, thank you for sharing with me. Thank you for sharing your your top moment from 2021. What do you predict will be the best moment for 2022? Have you got any guesses? Any any predictions? Uh yeah, winning the league <laughs> first season. It'd be brilliant. Yeah, or or, the, or you know, <clears throat> yeah, perhaps the Brisbane Roar coming out of nowhere to win the A League. But we'll see. Yeah, and anyone interested in uh, a good a good uh, either podcast or website to go to that's Celtic focused? Have you got any suggestions? Oh, there's so many. Um, if you if you're interested in, in podcasts and Celtic related podcasts, there's you know the 20 minute Tim's do a really good podcast, or the 90 minute Cynic, or, or they're as affectionately known, they're just called the Cynic now. But um, yeah, both of those podcasts are really good fan media. Um, which will it's a little, it's a little bit passionate, but if you support the club, then um, yeah, it's it's brilliant listening. Well, it's been great chatting to you. Uh, are you going to do any podcasting this year? No, I think I'm. Ha- I think I've hung up the mic now. So, could I interest you in joining me once a month to talk some uh, sport and particularly football? I'm taking the mic back off the uh, stand. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Let's <laughs> let's announce it now. Shedden Shedden will be joining us once a month for a future champions podcast, talking sport and life and things. So, uh, Shedden, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Jay. Have a have a great day. Cheers, mate. You too.